Hi, my name is Attila Kalfi, and you're listening to the Pitbull Club podcast. Hey guys, please go to our website at www.bigfootclubpodcast.com. Please check out our bios, please buy some merch, and you can listen to all our old episodes. Also, check us out on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us by typing Bigfoot Club number one. That's Bigfoot Club, the number one. Also, if you have any strange stories or if you just want to reach out to us, please email us at BigfootClub, the number one, at gmail.com. Also, check out Matt Knapp's Bigfoot Crossroads. He is on all platforms. Hey everybody, Robert Jesse Dominguez, Bigfoot Club, Season 4, Episode 25. Steven, what's going on, man? Uh, it's going. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's uh, one of those, uh, I'm just glad it's Friday. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a pretty rough rough week for us, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yep. <clears throat> had, to, had to take uh, one of the little ones to the emergency room because he had a uh, croup. Yikes. Mm-hmm. But he's doing better now, right? Oh, he's doing a whole lot better. Thank goodness. But yeah, he was just—I never knew that you could croup. You can you cough from the throat. Yeah, like, that literally. Yeah, whenever I heard him coughing, that was like, oh, man, that's that sounded weird. It was a—it was like a bark. Yeah, it was like he was struggling to breathe, and I go, uh, "You better take him to the emergency room." <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, but uh, he got some—he got a good old his first stereo, uh, stereo steroid shot. <laughs> shot. Jesus Christ, I can't speak steroid shots on his thigh he was not happy with that he cried hard yeah uh, but you know i told him i said hey remember when daddy hurt his back and they had to give me a, a you know steroid shot he's like oh yeah that was a big needle i go that's what you just had <laughs> that was a big needle so of course you're gonna cry daddy wants to cry too those, those suckers hurt yeah but i go i started feeling better remember i started walking and, and he was like oh yeah 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 so he got a glow in the dark sticker so he's good nice yeah He's fine. Well, today, <clears throat> I'm pretty excited. We have um, in, in not in studio, but we have on. She's in on, the studio right here. No, no. <laughs> She's on the line with us. Ashley Davis, uh, author of children's books. Ashley, welcome to the club. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Ashley, this was a long time coming, right? It was. I think we've been working on it for a little over a year. <laughs> Did you, I, did you talk to her, like, I guess before you got sick? Yeah, I was communicating with Ashley. Oh. I, I was, we were, like, we were lining up to interview, because I think you you had just released your first book. The Yeah, I think it was back in, uh, not this year, but last year, early last year. Yeah, so I, I, got, I got sick, like, early in January, and it progressively got worse and worse and worse, and then I was, like, super... Like, I was paralyzed, and I was, like, in the hospital by, by June. And I think we were communicating, like, around either February or March, right? Yeah, I think so. And, like, you had you had sent me uh, your very first book, the, uh, the Squatches Say Hello, right? Yes. And so I got that, and I gave it to Stephen and my nephews. And I think at the time there were, like, four. There yeah. were three going on four. And they just loved the book. They just loved it. And I've yet to see it again. So I don't know. Yeah, they, uh, sorry, Ashley. They, um, hey. when, you give them, when you give them something important, not, not important, but like a book, 
or something. Oh, I know. It's it just disappears. It goes into the children's Bermuda Triangle, and you will never see it again. Yeah, because I was asking it, for it. It does. <laughs> yeah, I was asking them for it, and I go, I don't know where it's at, Uncle Robert. Yeah, and it's but it's okay. But I know we were trying to set this up, and I was lining you up to interview you, like because you were getting ready to release to the uh, to the second one, right? The the uh, Squatches Go Camping. The long-awaited sequel. Yes. <laughs> yes, I released that one um, earlier this year. I think it was it's either the end of February or the first week of March. It's so bad I don't know when I release my own books. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. And and then you have, a, you have a third one out. I do. It just released on um, September 12th, so about, about two weeks ago. Um, and that one is more of like a, just a fun little Halloween themed mm-hmm. one it it doesn't really fit with the um the educational aspect of my other two mm-hmm. um but you know it was just cute and it came to me so i you know wrote it down and drew it out and well, it's out for halloween uh, i have a confession to make i just read this like 15 minutes ago <laughs> yeah <it's okay. laughs> i uh he, he gave me the the copy of it and i read it and uh I was doing my my Mark Wahlberg impression. Reading. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you listen to our show, we always do impressions all the time. So he was <laughs> he was doing like, that while she waits. Is it okay if I if I read along? <laughs> yeah, it, sure. Okay, while she waits, Rue has something to do. She likes to carve pumpkins, just a few. <laughs> so, but 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 yeah, these these books. I mean, they are because like I don't think I've ever seen a, a Sasquatch kid book. No, are they are they any at all, Ashley? Um, I not the one kind of like the ones I write. I haven't seen. You know, I kind of, you know, make them towards the younger audience mm-hmm. with the you know the lyrical rhymes and things. I think I've seen one or two like chapter books, you know, for older like middle grade kids. Okay, but okay. not not ones for the younger kids. I was just going to ask you what what got you into writing books about. Bigfoot or, you know, for kids. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I am fascinated by that. Just, just the concept of it. So, um, I actually have been writing for a very long time, like 20 years. Oh. Um, so, but I've mostly written a lot of, you know, just fantasy and, um, kind of like, uh, what is it? The young adult and adult genre. Um, I've never published anything with it, and I kind of got in this big slump for about five to six years, not really starting anything or finishing anything, and it's kind of always been, like, my goal to publish a book, and one day I was just sitting there, and I was just thinking about where I was at, and with my family, I have my husband and my three kids and everything, and, um, we always joke about my husband being related to Bigfoot and my kids are wild. So I call them my wild squatchies sometimes. And the story just came to me and I just felt connected to it and, you know, wrote it out and drew it out. Actually did the first book all on my phone, like drawing, putting it together, publishing it, everything. Wow. Um, and I just, and I just published, I published it more for myself. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, you know, I started, um, my mom is in the Georgia Bigfoot group on Facebook and she shared it. And I started realizing there's actually a lot of people who really like Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. So I started, you know, sending it out to, you know, the Bigfoot people and you guys and, um, 
I sent it to like the Kentucky Bigfoot research group and everything. And they just all really like it. And I'm just like, okay, well maybe this is my avenue and my calling. So I've made the second one and the third one. And I'm actually working on two other children's book, which aren't Bigfoot related, but they're done in that same lyrical mm-hmm. uh, rhyme. Now, did you do like any research? Did you talk to your mom? Did you did you go to any meetings? Did you like look online? I'm just kind of I'm I'm just curious. Yeah. So actually, if I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't actually sit and do any research. I just used what I knew about Bigfoot. So I absolutely love cryptozoology. Mm-hmm. And I've grown up like since middle school and high school and everything. Like when I was in elementary and stuff, like the Loch Ness Monster was like my favorite. Mm-hmm. I like read everything I could about the Loch Ness Monster. And then, you know, getting older, you had all these shows coming on like Monster Quest, Finding Bigfoot, things like that. And that's just sort of what I've watched and what I've learned and reading um about people's, you know, experiences with it and all these documentaries. So I kind of just already kind of knew a little bit about it, more so, I guess, than a person who doesn't know about Bigfoot or watches the shows. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I incorporated all those things in there. And then, um, you know, the it just was embraced by the Bigfoot community, and it made me, like, really happy. I was like, ooh, yay, I'm connecting with people who share my same interests. And... You know, it's just, it's been a really, really great experience. Wow. It's just, um, you know, because like some of the, some of the stuff in there is like, you know, like the footprints and, and uh, the gathering of the moss and, you know, the branches and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I was looking at it, I go, I wonder, I go, I wonder if she's, she's a researcher. So. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. I just, I mean, like even, even me and my kids now we will watch, we watched uh, so a couple of the new shows. We'll, we'll watch my um, Mountain Monsters, mm. we watched Expedition Bigfoot, um, and just like a couple of, really not the series, but, it, you know, some of the documentaries, um, even now about them. So, did, did your mom influence you at all in any of this, or? She she did not. She was just already a part of, because, you know, we're from Georgia, mm-hmm. um, was just already a part of it, um, you know, just from our family's general interest in everything, and... Um, she pushed me more towards the Facebook groups that I just like, I just okay. didn't really know that there were so many, in, you know, believers and enthusiasts, you know, around. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it, so she, you know, helped me connect with everyone. So what is, what does your husband been thinking about this? I'm just curious. Oh, <laughs> he loves it. So he's, he's tall, he's big, he's furry. One of his nicknames is Joe Baca. You know, and <laughs> so he just, we always, you know, we just have the jokes like, you know, if you hear something in the woods, oh, it must be his dad or, oh, it must be his uncle. Or did you used to do that back when you were living in the woods? Are you on the, are you on the run from the, you know, scientists and things like that? So we, we joke about it a lot. And it was real your childhood, He thinks buddy. it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. This is, it's a, it's a cute little Bigfoot. I will say that. The, the oh, thank of, you because I, yeah. I, I, like, I like the idea it's actually it's actually you know i wish this book was around whenever i was a kid yeah Cause, cause <laughs> well, whenever, good to hear. whenever my uncle would take me out i was the first the, everybody knows about the 
you know the the bad side of the Sasquatch, mm-hmm. which you know, judge, yeah. judgmental me as a kid. I was like, I was always scared, like, oh, that's gonna come out and rip her arms out, and I'm over here. Yeah. I'm thinking that as a six year old. But yeah. If this, book was around, if this book was around, I would have been like, well, there's probably some good Bigfoot. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, I grew up. I, we grew up watching, um, you know, Harry and the Hendersons, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll still watch Harry and the Hendersons, even with you know. It's a good movie. Me and my kids, yeah. So I got I got three kids. One just turned eleven. One's three, and the other one's two. Okay. And oh, wow. you know, those are the kids. You know, in the book, that's their name: Zoe, Rue, and Caden. Oh, okay. So they're um <laughs> they're in the box. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are my wild squatchies. I I promise you. <laughs> that's that's um, awesome. Yeah, like <laughs> I I know but some parents get a lot of crap for it, but they're 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 leash children. Like I have to take them in public, they're on the leash. Yeah. <laughs> they're no, so that's... crazy, but but they're so fun and you know it's it's great because they'll they'll sit there with the book and they go, Oh, that's me. <laughs> that's me in the book and there's mom and there's Zoe or you know, there's brother, there's dad, so that does they Ru- know who their characters are in the book. Does mm-hmm. Rue have like the the ponytail too? Like she does sometimes. Oh, wow. I have actually have a picture of her when she's little with her hair up like that. Oh wow! She's she's not liking the hair up much right now. She's in that little rebellious phase, but uh, um, but her hair's just as wild everywhere. Yeah, I have I have twin boys, and they can they can be rebellious. I'll tell you. Yes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, but they like watching Bigfoot stuff too, though. Right? They do. They do yeah. actually. They really. They. They. I think it's funny because if they were to actually see a Bigfoot, they would. They probably wouldn't be scared. They would be like, "Oh, yeah. oh, wow, oh, okay." Yeah, they. They almost. Yeah. <laughs> whenever we watch a Bigfoot show, they always want us. They always want. They always ask the question, "When's When's the Bigfoot coming out?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hear him, but I don't see him. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that's the thrill of it. Unfortunately. <laughs> Like, <laughs> are they going to see it? And then when they do, there's always that one video where it's it is a Bigfoot. They say it is. It's running across the field. And it's like, look, look, you see it? And yeah, they're just like infatuated by. Well, how come he's not running towards him? Or there was there was yeah. there was one time we were watching um, Alaskan killer Bigfoot. Mm. And, and oh Seb- yeah, we've watched we watched that. Mm-hmm. And Sebastian caught something on camera. He says, "Cause rewind it, rewind it." And we had to rewind it because there's something over there. Look. And he walked over to the TV and he pointed. And I go, that is probably something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of mm-hmm. how he just caught that. It was kind of amazing. It was, but... it was whenever, um, right after the many times they said nunk the nunk. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they found that <laughs> that bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That big bed and like off in the corner. It was, it like, was ash though, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, off in the corner, there was like something moving, like, and I was like, that didn't, what, what, what is, yeah, Sebastian, I don't know how you caught that. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good about it. <laughs> yeah, he can, <clears throat> it's funny how you can say, hey, can you go pick, pick that up, please? And they're like, what, what are you talking about? What, what? But they'll spot that or spot like a fly or a gnat. Yeah. And like, ah, there's a bug. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Kids, they're, anyway. Yeah, they're funny. Ashley, um, there's something else. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they are. Sure. Yeah, they are. Um, Ashley, do you do you actually believe in Bigfoot? Do you actually think there's there's what's what's your thoughts on that? I'm just. I mean, I be, I believe there's definitely something there. There's been too many, um, you know, witnesses and stories that all collaborate the same thing. I've personally haven't seen bigfoot mm-hmm. um but i also haven't been out really in the in the woods so i'm i'm live i live up in north georgia a little bit above atlanta you know we can't we go camping and things but you know we don't go camping like deep in the woods where i would 
think what, a Bigfoot would like to be. What's what's your county? Um, what's what's your county? Uh, Cherokee County. Cherokee. So, um, and I know a little bit up north, there's actually a Bigfoot museum. Um, to be honest with you, it, Ashley, there's there. I'm looking at the, and I don't, I don't, you know, I don't advertise this group, the BFRO, but they have one of the best uh, databases when it comes to sighting mm-hmm. reports, and they and they have five incidents in Cherokee County. Oh, really? Yep. And wow. I'm pulling it up right now really quick. There's one in, there's uh, two in 2009, one in 2003, okay. one, in 90, one in 1993, and one in 1987. So whenever, whenever you have, like, say, for example, five incidents in the county, there's, prob- mm-hmm. there's probably like 20 more that don't get reported. Mm-hmm. So anytime you get like one, there's probably like 10. If you have five, wow. well, probably, that's good to know. There's probably like 30 or 20 because like there's so many people that who do don't want to talk about it because they feel like ridiculed, you know, for talking about it. Or they probably don't even know what it, what they just saw. They're yeah. just really like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's really neat to know because I've always, you know, like I said, there's the Bigfoot Museum up north of us about about an hour or so. And there's, you know, a couple other places up north where you start to kind of get into like the Blue Ridge and Smoky Mountain area. Um, you know, have a lot of sightings that, you know, we hear of. Um, there's one place, Helen, Georgia, that's, you know, had a couple of sightings. But it's kind of neat knowing it's there's some in my own backyard. Yeah, there's some, there was one in, I'm probably going to say this wrong, Ala, Alatuna Lake. Oh, yeah, Alatuna Lake. You know, that's where I went camping. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> that was in 2009. Wow. Uh, so um, they heard, so a couple heard some screams there. So I was... So I was just going to say, there's, there's, there's been some sightings there. So, well, it sounds okay. like it sounds like you need to go back, Ashley. <laughs> yeah. Well, I went when I went. I was in high school. I went camping there. Uh, me and my friend had our own tent, mm-hmm. and we heard a lot of loud stomps around our tent one night. And at the time, I thought maybe it was a bear. We were we were too chicken to actually open up and look out and see what it was because if it was angry, we didn't want it to attack our tent. But later, I always thought. Well, maybe it was Bigfoot, but then I thought, well, no, Alatuna, everybody comes to Alatuna. Bigfoot's not going to want to be around there, but that's, you know, maybe it could have been. They're, they're very opportunistic. If they're, if people leave out food or people leave food behind or whatever, they'll, they'll, they'll eat whatever's there. And so, and uh, you know, a lot of times they're curious and uh, probably like the older ones will probably just move on and go to another area. But if you, Mm -hmm. if you find younger ones, they'll, they'll be curious and want to want to check out people and see what they're doing and it's just kind of interesting so i don't know yeah well i wish i could go back and tell my younger self to be brave enough to look out the <laughs> open up the tent window and peek out but <laughs> no because i really would have wish i would have known <laughs> yeah there there are bears there right there are black there, bears? there are um but you know again like you know they don't tend to like to be around people Mm-hmm. Very much. You know, we were at a very busy campground, but it was something big because you could hear it walking. Yeah, because like bears don't normally stomp; they they kind of just mosey and <clears throat> and if they, you know, if they're threatened, I mean, they'll stand up and roar and stuff. But um, I, I think uh, my mom had like a, a a bear incident, like in I think the fifties, and she was in I, I forgot what state it was. I think it was Indiana or something. 
And she had an incident and like she was like uh, her family was uh, me. My my mom's family was like picking uh, parsley and something else. And there was something like screaming in the woods and they were all yelling also, which is bear. And they were running and they they ran away. And I told my mom, I said, bears don't scream, mom. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, they roar, but they scream. I go if they they'll avoid humans. I said, mm-hmm. that, I go, it's probably, it was probably like a, a Bigfoot because it was like you're in its food and it was, it was in, you were in the way. So they were, he was screaming to get you out of there. So, um, <clears throat> but anyway, it's, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't, I don't mess with bears. No, I don't do, I don't, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's what my younger self was thinking was it was a bear and I wasn't going to make it attack my tent. Yeah, no, no. Regardless, that's... but. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't care if it's a grizzly bear, brown bear. Black bear. Uh, no, no. Well, polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> so um, these other these other books, they're they're not going to be Bigfoot. They're going to be just kids books or. They're, they're not. One is going to be um, about um, my son, Caden. Uh, we adopted him. Hmm. So it's going to be a story about adoption, um, different books that parents can kind of read and explain the adoption process. It's going to be called Heartborn, um, and the idea behind it is some kid, you know, some babies aren't born from bellies; they're born from the heart. Wow, um, that made me cry. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I, I feel kind of choked up. Right now. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> sorry. So okay. and then um, and then another one. It's called The Little Wizard, and. My, it's actually inspired by my younger brother. He's, if you can believe it, he's he's twelve, almost thirteen. So there is a big age difference behind mm. it. And he's always joking it needs a wizard, you know, and like one of my, you know, one of my stories or something. And I'm like, hey, do you like it? And he's like, yeah, but it needs a wizard, <laughs> you know, or something like that. So I was like, fine, I'll make you a story about a wizard. <laughs> So, little wi- wizard. I'm surprised. So it's a little wizard. So <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't done any kids' books on on the Loch Ness monster. That's, uh, what's going on with that? I, I I have plans to do that. Okay. Um, as long as there's plans. I'm, so um, it I don't have anything down, but I do have plan to start making more children's books about different cryptids. Um, and I actually am working on a middle grade series that the first book should be released sometime. Next, you know, probably late spring, it's almost finished. Um, it is going to be about cryptids. And the first one is going to be about the story of the Wendigo, mm-hmm. which I know is sometimes some people say it's cryptid. Sometimes it's not. Um, but in, in this story, it's it's an actual creature. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to kind of be, you know, a different series about um encounters with different cryptids okay so i'm i'm looking forward to that one <clears throat> is this like from a perspective like to help people if, if whenever they see these creatures or, or is it, is it it, story? It's, it's just more of a story like like okay. a kind of a you know an adventure kind of i don't want to say right, right. horror but right. um you know it's, it's kind of to me mm. it's going to be kind of like a goosebumps flare it's like mm. a little chiller the you know uh middle grade kids can read right because i was just going to say because like like the wendigo man they that has a bad rap like, yeah really, it, does. Really bad. <laughs> I, it does so anytime you hear about it, it's always like 
like negative. It's like a supernatural or it's like cannibal or it's mm-hmm. like, it's just like, you know, skinny and bare bones and stuff like that. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a monumental task to make that, you know, not so scary. So. Not so scary. <laughs> yeah, it uh, is. It is. I've, I've been dragging my feet with this one cause I, I want to treat it right. So that is so good. I like, I love that so much. Yeah. So, um, so, but um, you been... I plan to have other cryptids in there, like um, the Mothman, Chupacabra, um, mm. the Louisiana, uh, not the Louisiana, the Lakeland um, Frogman, you yes, know, things yes. like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was gonna say, you said you've been you've been writing for for twenty years. What what was like your first story or your first your, I guess like your first book, like. So the the first one I wrote was in high school, and um, it it was more fantasy. It's you know elves, dragons, you know fighting medieval things. I was very heavily influenced by Lord of the Rings that came out mm-hmm. when I was in high school. I love Lord of the Rings. I do too. <laughs> I actually watched it like a week or so ago. It's have it's you, like one of my all time favorite. Have you been movies. watching the Rings of Power? I have. Okay, good, good. Because I, I like the show. I don't. I'm not yeah. saying like ah, it's not Lord of the Rings. I mean, it is. I think I think people need to give it a chance. Um, I think the last couple episodes have been pick, you know, been picking up. Mm-hmm. Um, to where you're, I'm starting to feel more connected to the characters. Right. Yeah, yeah. Me um, too. The first, the first two, I think that it was just so spread out. It was kind of hard to connect to each little story, but now it's picking up and it's getting together, and um, I'm re- I'm really enjoying it. And the, my um, daughter enjoys it too. She really likes um, Nori Gladriel. Oh, Gladriel. So yeah. she, yeah. So I think that's you know important to her to have a main female character. Yeah. I really like Nori's character. Yes. I do too. Yeah. I was really I, I didn't see today's episode, but I was really upset the last episode they didn't have any. Yeah, I noticed that. They didn't, they didn't I was like, "There's her. none. There's none worthy." It was mostly uh, Galadriel and. Uh, oh man, what's what's his name? What's his name? The 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 elf that that escaped, well, the he didn't escape. They let him go. Yeah, the uh, one that's um, I can't remember his name, but he's he's with Bronwyn. Yeah, on on the Andor, the human girl Andor Andor. God, I can't. I'm over here thinking of on Andor, uh, the show that just came out in Disney Plus. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, it starts with an A. I know that, but yes, um, definitely. The, I mean, it's 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 picking up. I can see why people thought that like, the first two episodes were slow, but I mean, it's 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 definitely Lord of the Rings. I get, it I get is. it. The music, I get it from the music. I get it from the, 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 I guess the shots of the land and all that stuff. And then the, just everything about dwarves and everything. I loved it. But it I, does. I, I, I love the, I love the dwarf scenes. They yes. always, they always make me smile. It warms my heart. So any of those, those books that, uh, I guess the first book, have, have you tried to get that published or did you already get it published? I, I haven't published any of them. They honestly, they were just kind of like for, just me writing because I enjoyed to write. Mm, okay. Um, I started maybe a couple years ago, probably about ten years ago, working on something to publish, but I just kept getting in the slump over and over again. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's when I came up with the children's books, and I think maybe that's kind of what I've been should have focusing on this whole time. 
I feel more ease writing them. Things come to me more naturally. Mm, okay. um, I've had, you know, a big background in art, so I love illustrating the pages. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just kind of took me kind of going through that process to get to where I'm at. Okay. All righty. Yeah, I really like that. I was just going to ask you because <clears throat> I'm um, I, I, I'm inspiring to write a Bigfoot book. <laughs> So yeah. uh, I want to, I want to write one. Like I want, it's going to be, I, I want to write it about my, 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 I guess whenever I got into Bigfoot and how I came up to it and the people I met and, uh, and just like the groups I, I've interacted with and the people I've, I've tried to, I try to help along the way, but I don't know anything about writing or publishing or anything like that. So I was, I was really wanted to talk to you and I was wanted to see, yeah, I, want, I wanted to pick your brain a little bit. So. Yeah. He, what you, what you, what he talks about too is what I've, I've always wanted. I've written some stuff, but just for me, Yeah. but I've always mm-hmm. been like, I don't know, discouraged because I've always heard like, it's a nightmare to get uh, something published or, you know, stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, what, yeah. what, is, what is the process on that? I guess. Yeah. Um, well, it can be, it was, it was pretty, a pretty big headache to learn. I will tell you that. <laughs> um, it's, it all really depends on how you want to go. It's like, do you want to be independent and self-publish or do you want to try to go with a publishing company and be traditionally published? Um, with self-publishing, the hardest part is you got to learn everything. You got to learn how to format it. You got to learn how to um, upload it and all the different just places. Like I can upload it on Amazon. I can upload it on Barnes and Noble. There's another um, website resource that is called Ingram Spark Mm -hmm. where you can upload it and it distributes it um, to all the different uh, book wholesalers where they can buy it and place it in their stores. It's available that way. Um, but like I said, you got to learn how to kind of do it all yourself. And each different one kind of has different formatting rules. Um, you know, so for example, my children's books is at eight and a eight and a half by eight and a half. Amazon likes it a little bit bigger. Um, so there's some cutoff when they, cut the pages straight Barnes and Noble doesn't. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. you kind of have to have all these different files for it. And, um, then the hard challenge I hear with getting traditionally published is, you know, just finding the agent to represent you and finding a company that'll take on your book and publish it. So it's, you know, you got a you got a pretty good fan base um, with your podcast and everything. So self publishing may be the way to go if you are wanting it to get it in front of people who like Bigfoot and enjoy Bigfoot and believe in Bigfoot. Um, but it's just it's a lot of learning. But and there's resources to help you. Um, you know, if you have trouble formatting, you can always uh, hire somebody that can format things for you or mm-hmm. edit things for you. Um, one of the biggest things is making sure you have a good book cover because mm. the book cover sells. Got it. Yeah. Cause not there at the book cover yet, but yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, I've written, 
I've written a story I honestly have not actually finished because I have a severe writer's block. I don't know how to end yeah. it. Yeah. And I've always, um, one of my favorite authors is, is obviously Stephen King. Um, yes. And he's, I always, I think I got one of his audiobooks or how he, he says how he writes and finishes a story. And he just says, just, he's, it's not helping. It's because it, he's done it so many times. He's, yeah. like, just, he's like, just write it and you know, don't change the ending. Just end it the way, the way your, your brain lets it like, and I'm like, no, that's not because my brain is going this way and this way and this way to make it, leave it open or just to end it right there. Yeah. Uh, but what, yeah. what if you just write it and then like, if you don't like it, go back and change it or just, I mean, I did, I wrote it and I was yeah. like, I don't like the, I don't like this ending. <clears throat> yeah. It's very cheesy. That's, that's one of the things I've struggled with. Um, when I was writing my other fantasy books and stuff is, is how to end it. And that's, it's hard. Cause it's like, do you, does it keep going or mm-hmm. what? And I've, I've read a couple books and things and one of the biggest, biggest, advices that I really take to heart and I wrote wrote it down and have it up where I work is don't stop write the next sentence because mm-hmm. mm, um, if you stop and you don't write nothing's oh. that's, I got caught in that for years wow. <laughs> in this um, it's like this delay where you're just blocked and you don't know what to do and then you start overthinking and you start self-doubting and you just that, get that, frozen up and don't ever finish. That's me right there. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I think I started writing this story like 2010. And here I am probably 200 pages in. And I'm all like, how the, how the F? Actually, it's 100 pages because I scrapped a, like another 100 pages because it was... I didn't like how it was leading up to it. I was like, nope, nope, I'm deleting all yep. that because it's just, no, no. I would have kept it. I mean, I didn't delete it. I just, I re- I copied it right, where I left right. off and then and did another file of it. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's, it's, I don't know how authors do it. And I, and I, I, I love reading. Um, and one of those like authors like Stephen King has always inspired me to to write because he just constantly writes. He yeah. never yes. he never has a, a writer's block. He's just he, I think he released like three books this year alone, and I'm all like, stop, yeah. stop. <laughs> He's like a machine. I he know. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of um, Brandon Sanderson, Brandon um, Sanderson. but he he writes a lot of fantasy books, and he came out this year. Um, he, he was traditionally published, and I think he's starting to go the self-published route. He did, like, a Kickstarter. It made, like, $15 million in one day. Oh, and wow. he has, like, two two series and, like, four books he's currently working on that's going to be ready in, like, two years or something like that. It is crazy. He's he's just pumping them out. <laughs> and I'm just like, how? <laughs> wow. The way you of know, the, so. The Way of the Kings. Uh, Sky, yeah, Skyward. I think he's, he's done wrote that and he's um i think mistborn is one of his earlier series that's very popular mm. um and i i think he helped finish the wheel of time um i think the original author passed away and he helped finish that series too oh wow yeah, yeah I've, been, I've been meaning to get back into some some not the traditional sci-fi fantasy 
stuff like you know Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones. Um, a couple people have told me to get into. Uh, I, I always butcher the name because the way they said it, I was like, wait, what? According to Guns and Roses, a court of thorns and roses. I've heard of that. I haven't personally sat down and read that one, mm-hmm. but I know that one's very popular. It's very popular. Um, um, this this year I've actually kind of been in like I love the Alien franchise, mm. and I've been reading a lot of those books. So I've been reading mm. um, this year I've read Cold Forge, uh, Phalanx, and um, I think one's like River of Sorrows or something like that. But I read about four or five different Alien books. Nice, nice. And yeah. I just I like that franchise. <clears throat> I was just going to tell you also, I'm actually writing, my my older brother has a comic book that uh, he's doing called uh, El Gato Negro. And okay, the, the black cat. Yes, and it's he 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 did he started like in '92 or something, so he's been doing that for a while. And I think uh, I think he's either going to be picked up by I can't I can't remember Apple TV or Net, or Netflix. I think, it's, I think it's Apple. Oh wow! So he's getting ready to get picked up, and so. I have been trying to approach him about this for a while and I've been wanting to write for him, but he's like, he holds that character like really close to his chest. And so anytime, oh, yes. I, anytime I would talk to him about it, he would just like not talk to me, you know, just say, I, I got to go or something. So they become our babies. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so finally went like, I think it was like the year before I got sick, I wrote a four issue series for him and I just, I just wrote it and then I sent it to him. And he read it, and he goes, I love it. I go, he goes, he goes, can you write more? I go, of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so, <okay. laughs> so, so uh, he gave me this character that he, you know, because he does this, his company's called Azteca Productions. Mm-hmm. And so he had a character, an Aztec warrior, that he wanted to introduce to his, his readers and stuff. So he, he approached me and goes, hey, I want to do this story on uh, – the Natu, the sun god, uh, uh, you know, the Aztec sun god. He goes, he goes, can you write it? And he was like, he was drawing this character when I was a kid. And I, yeah. I used to always ask him all the time. I go, I go, what's his power? I used to always ask him that. And he goes, he has powers of the sun. That's what he would tell me. <laughs> and so he was, he was asking me, he goes, hey, do you want to write this story? I go, I go, uh, yeah, which one? He goes, he goes, I go, uh, Natu. I go, powers of the sun? He goes, yes. I go, okay. So <laughs> I, st- I started writing it and then I got sick. And so I think Aww. I think I wrote the first like two issues, and then I got sick, and then uh, I was I was out. I mean, I'm serious. I was out like for like nine months. I couldn't. I was paralyzed. I had to learn how to walk all over again. And so <clears throat> I'm finishing up the fourth issue right now because like like you know uh, traditionally comic books are like 22 pages. Right. And so I finished it and I gave it to him and he goes, Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, I needed 32 pages. <laughs> and I go, okay. I go, okay. So, you know, I think writing comic books and writing the book is like way different because you it know, is. Cause you, you, you write the panels, you write, like you, you describe the panel and then you write what's in going to be in the panel and you kind of like lead the artist what you, where, how you want it to visualize and look. And so, mm-hmm. I'm writing this, I'm writing this end story. And like, I was, I was like, Steven, I was like thinking about three different places. Okay. I want, this is how I want it. Okay. I know how I want it to end. I just got to get there. Mm-hmm. And so what I was doing is I was, I was writing an outline for each page. Like I wrote an outline and say, okay, on this page, I want this on this page. I want to, you know, introduce this. I want to emphasize that. I want to bring this out, blah, blah, blah. 
And so I think by doing that, it kind of helped me a little bit uh, writing the story. So I'm almost done. I have like six more pages to write. and um, But I'm really, really excited about that. So whenever I had the opportunity to get you back, you know, you know, to get you on, I was real excited. Cause number one, I wanted to pick your brain and see how your process was. And so, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, having you on here is like, you know, inspiring. So. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. But, um, yeah. The be- the best thing you can do is just write that next sentence. Yeah, I need to. You find- can always go back and fix it, but yeah. just write it. <laughs> I need to find the the. Fi- I don't even know this too. Like apparently, when, well, I could be wrong. Uh, St- Stephen King has an editor. Does he? Yeah, he has. Uh, I guess you have all that money, you, you can afford that. Yes. Uh, so yeah. So he, he's like, I don't even worry. He goes, I don't even worry about. Uh, he says his wife is his editor too, so she'll read and she goes, "Oh my God, rewrite that page." Please yeah. rewrite it because I didn't understand a frick of that. Well, that one sentence right there. Yeah. Um, and he he has a he has an editor, so they I guess they get paid just to read the book and fi- fix any any like grammar errors and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh okay, because I used to always think you have to do that yourself. I mean, you kind of do. That's, 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 yeah. what, I, that's, that's what I do. So yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. Well, but, when you when you don't have a lot of money like Stephen King, you kind of have to yeah, do it yourself. Exactly. So um, I was like, he he already he's already there. Of course, he can he can do yeah. that. Um, but yeah, because I remember reading one of my old pages, and I was like, what? Where was I going with this? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I overly described a bottle. I was don't it, know why. Yeah. Was it a run-on sentence? It was. It was a run-on sentence. It had everything wrong. Run-on <laughs> sentence. No proper grammar. It was all. And that was. I, I don't know why. The whole page was describing a bottle. And I was. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think I can probably eliminate. Maybe. Maybe it was oh. a sexy bottle. I, 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 I forgot what it was. I think it was a. It was a tequila bottle. I don't know. Like, what does this tequila bottle have to do with? Well, it, it was sexy. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, well. that's, that's terrible. That makes, um, that makes me cringe. Ashley, I was going to ask you because I'm right now. I'm kind of lazy right now, so I'm 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 utilizing Google Suites, um, okay, Google Docs and stuff like that. So I'm doing because mm-hmm. I, I at the time I, I think when I was writing, I just didn't have any money for like Word or anything like oh. that. So I'm using. I, I mean, hang on, I think I think I lost you there for a minute. Oh, you, you? you said you were using Google Docs. Yeah, I was using Google Docs and. Like at the time when I started writing, I didn't have a lot of money, so I couldn't buy Word. I was like, I was on a tight budget, and so I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't buy Word or Microsoft or that. So I just started using Google Docs, and I, okay. I I find it I find it very like fulfilling and and I can share it a lot easier. And if I if the power goes off, it's still there. You can still work on it. It has <laughs> offline oh. mode. <laughs> so. And I like I use Google Docs. Okay. I don't have Word, to be honest. So, oh, word, um, oh, word, word. <laughs> so, <laughs> what I like about it is I do a lot of work on my my tablet. Um, but if I'm like out and about, or you know, and a thought just comes to me or something, I can just open my phone and open open Google Docs and plug it in too. Wow. It's it's all there. So. You're saying I need to get Google Docs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mine's on Word. <laughs> the yeah. whole story is on Word. You Honestly, can, if it if it gets lost, I I, I would gladly rewrite it in, you, in a different uh, mindset. You can transfer it on there. I could, but I, I kind of don't want to. It's it's cringy. I might I might describe <laughs> a pillow or something for two pages or something. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I want to get the reader's attention, and and but not you know, yeah. Okay, I just I wanted to ask you that because I was kind of curious about your, where you know what format you're using and 
So I was kind of, I, I feel good now. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, a lot of, well, most of my, um, you know, pages are drawn and everything. So I use an art program um, on my tablet. Um, but I, I format everything. I have, um, I have an Apple tablet. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I format me. everything on um, pages, which okay. is, I, I mean, I really don't know anything about Apple, to be honest. I got the tablet for the art program. <laughs> right. So, I mean, but it, there's, but there's it's a, been, it's been working wonders, right? Yeah, it's been, it's been great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's, there's a program that's called pages, which is supposed to be kind of like their version of word is yep. nothing like word nope. at all Nope. in, in the design and the format and everything. And that's, and that's how I format the book. And it's a little bit easier than a text formatting from what I understand. I haven't formatted a text book yet. Mm-hmm. Um, because of you know the pages, I draw them to size of the size of the book, and it's kind of easy to match all that up. Um, but I know a lot of people use they they'll use um, pages, they'll use Google Docs. Some people still use Word to mm-hmm. format um, for uh, uploading a text, like Got, a book gotcha. that has mostly text in it. Um, so do you do all your artwork on, on the Apple or the, the Apple deal? I, I do now. Yes. Yeah. So the, okay. the first one, the first book I did, I had a Samsung note that had the pen mm-hmm. and I, I used, um, an art program that I had available and just, I did it all on my phone. Wow. I mean, cause you look like you're a pretty good artist. Well, thank you. I, I don't like to toot my own horn with that, but um, you know, I took like eight art classes in high school. Yeah. Uh, that's where I hung out most of the time was in the art class. So, well, and I've had um, a couple things, you know, put on display here and there. Um, but I'm I'm not as serious as some people would be with art. I mean, it's it was. I mean, it's pretty good. You can tell what the Bigfoots are, you know, and mm-hmm. and you can see like the footprints good and and Rue is adorable. thank you Rue is adorable even with the sharp teeth I was all like oh she's got sharp teeth I didn't even notice yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but no seriously it's that program looks looks awesome like I don't even know I I am an Apple user I'm trying to get my uncle Robert here to to switch over to Apple he still has his Samsung that's okay I'll just say this I'm 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 Samsung on everything else (laughs) so if they would have had this art program on a Samsung tablet that's what I would have got but it's um, it's not. It's only on Apple. So, and it's nice because they have the um, the Apple Pen, which is like a stylus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and it works like a like a pen with mm-hmm. with the program. So that what makes it really nice. I'm pretty sure that thing was expensive though. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, <clears throat> it was. <laughs> but yeah, you got to spend money to make money. I was, yeah, I was, man. I was going to ask, are you going to do like t-shirts and stuff? Um, I've, I've thought about maybe what I really would like to do is make some plushies. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm I can totally trying see to that. explore that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Avenue. It hasn't really, um, been fruitful yet. Okay. Um, a lot of the plushie makers that I've reached out to, um, are wanting like 50 to $60 per plushie. And I'm like, well, I can't turn around and sell a Bigfoot plushie for $80. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, so it's kind of it's kind of been hard to find a distributor, um, you know, or even a maker to make them. But I would really like to make or get some kind of um, plushies you should, to go with the books. You should do like a Kickstarter page to see to fund it, and then that okay. way that way you can just get it and then sell it the way you want to, or you have it made expensively, whatever, and then sell it the way you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. just that's just my you know think outside the box, but. Um, are you going to attend like any like Bigfoot conferences and set up a table or? Yes. Nice. So I have that in the plans next year. Okay. Um, there is a couple up in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one, it's the Smoky Mountain Bigfoot Festival. Okay. And then there's a Smoky Mountain Bigfoot conference, um, that I would really like to go to. I tried to go last year, but it just didn't work out timing wise. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and then I think there is one in Florida and Alabama, um, that I'm, I'm watching. Yeah. We just, we just interviewed, um, uh, Miss Dumont with, uh, mid Florida Bigfoot researchers. And I think she was at a couple conferences in Florida. Yeah. There was a really big one, um, in Lakeland, Florida. Yeah. Um, I think it was in January and I found out about it after, the fact. So yeah. I have it on on my list. You're gonna you're gonna make me start emailing you like conferences and stuff now. That's that's fine. Go <laughs> ahead. Or, or recent sightings. <laughs> yeah. And uh what is it? Uh what county is it? Um uh, Cherokee. Uh, Cherokee. Cherokee. Okay. All right. Yeah. We need to keep an eye on that. <clears throat> uh actually we've been we've been going an hour. I think I can make a show with this. Okay. <laughs> um is there how does how does one how do our listeners find your 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 books and stuff? So um I have I do have a Facebook page. Um it's Ashley Marie Davis. Um I think the at's at Books by Ashley. They you can also find them on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Uh the books. You can just type in the squatches. Okay. Any of them should pop up, but the names are the squatches. Say hello, the Squatches go camping, and the Squatches, Rue says boo. Okay. Uh, whenever whenever we do publish this, I'll, I'll add all your links to it. That way people, whenever they listen to the episode, they can they can just find you, like, right away. But in case, you know, people are not, in case you're, like, driving and you, you can't click on the link, you can at least, you know, hear where your link's at, and they can go find you. All right, perfect. Um, quick quick question, Ashley, before, mm-hmm. before you leave. I'm not, I noticed the pattern here. On the on the squatches, uh, is there going to be a Christmas one? There is, there really? is. Really? Yeah. It is, and it's going to be about giving, because oh, okay. I know squatches can leave presents. Okay. You know, it's funny that you say that. Uh huh. It's funny you say that because uh, like, I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Like I, w- I was going to, I was going to say, if you listen to our show, and you know, I'm not adding pressure to you, but if you have, um, like in the past, I used to research and. Uh, Lamar County, it's um, Paris, Texas. And I used to go out in the woods and like I was an independent researcher and I would go out and like whatever there was in the area, like, I don't know, like if someone was growing squash or watermelon or, you know, anything, um, persimmons or, or, you know, just um, Mexican plums, I would take them and I'd walk way in the woods and I would leave them mm-hmm. in like in the crook of a tree. 
And I would walk off and I wouldn't tell anybody that I was doing that. And I would go, you know, with my other researcher buddies and we'd go do something else. And I would go back the next day and there would always be something there. There would always be something back. It would be like a shiny rock mm-hmm. or uh, like some herbs or some flowers. And even a couple of times I, there was like a dead bird in there. Oh, wow. So they would leave stuff back with me all the time. And I wouldn't tell anybody and I wouldn't post it at the time because I didn't want to get made fun of. And I thought that was kind of strange. Like, oh, man, they were actually leaving me stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they used to do it all the time. So whenever you said, whenever you said that, it kind of hit a trigger with me. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I do plan on making one about that because I've heard, um, you know, other stories about the gifts, especially with the rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, that they'll leave um, pretty rocks and things. Yeah. So that'll be coming out not this Christmas, but probably next Christmas. All right. And and not to okay. add any more pressure, but is there going to be a Thanksgiving one too? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, we'll see. Should... I haven't really thought about that one. Um, sort of because my Rue says booze the fall themed one. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? You should like alternate. Alternate. <laughs> do a Thanksgiving one next year, and then you know, not do a Halloween one. I don't know. It's just, just a thought. Yeah, you did. Yeah. The, you, did, you did the Halloween one, unless you want to do a, you know, Rue, something does something else with with Halloween. That, but that's your idea. But yeah, no, I just I, I like the the uh, the Halloween theme because it's it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, before we get off, I need a big favor from you. Okay. Can you do a sound bite for me? A, a sound bite? Yes. Can you say, Okay. hey, this is Ashley Davis, and you're listening to the Bigfoot Club podcast. Yes, I can do that. Let me know when you're ready. Whenever you are. Okay. This is Ashley Davis, and you're listening to the Bigfoot Club podcast. One take. Man, we're, in, we're on a roll. We're on, on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> No, if you're going to ask me to do a take, I'll be like, I have to put that. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we really do like promos before our mm-hmm. our episode drops. And like it always takes us like two or three takes to yeah. do it. So we're always screwed up. And like uh, we we just interviewed a bunch of Australian guys, like five in a row. Oh, and man. and they all did one take. And like usually. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like so usually like other people, they, they take like, you know, three or four. Oh, I messed up. I got to say it again. Yeah. So Austra- okay. Australians, they they just. They, they know what they're doing, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and and Ashley Davis. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, how how was this? Because this has been my first podcast as well. Oh, really? Being recorded on one. Really? So, yes. Oh, okay. It was um, it was good. I was I, good. I, if you didn't say anything, we would, I wouldn't say. Oh, she's been on the podcast before. Yeah, I was gonna. Oh. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say in the very beginning. I go, hey, uh, how many podcasts have you done? And I I just didn't ask the question because the way you were talking and your you know the way you your demeanor it just seemed like you were a natural you, at it. Yeah, you've been on, you've been on the podcast before. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, but no, you're, no you haven't. No. <laughs> well, that's awesome that you were here at uh, the Bigfoot Club podcast. Well, that, oh, well I'm glad. I'm glad we d- made this happen. Yes, and I'm sorry it took so long. And you were persistent, and I loved it. So, yep, you just kept reaching out to me, and I go, and I, I think I emailed you once. I hadn't forgot about you. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I did. I think. Oh gosh, I think I missed that one too. Wow. Um, I think when you emailed me, me and my family had COVID or something like that. Yeah. Oh, and I found it like two months later, and I was like, oh no. Because <laughs> like it was, it was like last year was pretty tough. It was, uh, you yeah, know, I was. I was pretty. I was down like in um, end of May, and I was completely paralyzed in June. 
And I was able to, to finally start walking, like, in September. I was on a walker, and in October I was in a, on a cane. In December I got released to go back to work. And so it's been just, like, a slow process. It was like, man, it was it hit me all really hard at once, and it stopped my heart. And, like, I, you know, I died for seven minutes and came back. Oh, my goodness. So it was, it was pretty intense. I was about to so, say, did she, know, did she know about this, or are you just giving her the cliff notes? I think I'm just giving her the cliff yeah. notes. Oh, but okay. I, I did tell her I was wow. sick. I did tell you I was sick on, on the email, right? I was, I was Yeah, out. you did. And I'm, I'm really glad you made it and oh, had a really, me, I, you know, I am, good I am, recovery. I am happy, like, that he's, because my world was flipped upside down. And I don't know why I'm singing Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, it was, so when you hear seven minutes, it's not, it's not something yeah. that, like, you know, I've, yeah. I've heard, That's, I think I've heard, like, maybe, like, two minutes. Your brain, your brain swells at three, yeah. at three minutes. So yeah. I was all like. Yeah I've, uh, yeah, I've heard, like, about, like, the seven to eight minute mark without oxygen's kind of it. So yeah. I'm, I'm really glad. Yeah. I you, know, went, you overcame that. It was kind of, it was kind of weird, because I, I woke up, I was in a coma, and I had, like, a ventilator on so i couldn't really talk so i woke up and my and my older brother was there and he was saying he goes hey are you uh do you know where you're at are you okay do you know where you're at and i do this thing i do this like too sweet thing with my my fingers you know it's like uh it looks like a hook em horns but it's not is it like the shaka kind of thing i think so i think so kind of so it's like is it like you hold you hold your pinky out and your thumb and kind of shake it well, it's it, it almost it almost looks like a hook'em horns, but your 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 thumb and your two and your two index fingers are extended. Where yeah, touching your thumb okay. and then your your pinky and your and uh, pointer finger. Yeah, uh, pointer fingers up like a horn. Okay. And so I raised that up and I said, and uh, you know, because I, I used to do that to everybody. Too sweet. Too sweet. And, and, you know, my brother goes, yes, he's here. So it like, <laughs> it like, I was like, I was worried about rent. I go, what's, I was writing down on a piece of paper. I go, what's today's date? I go, the first, I go, I got to pay rent. And so, you know, they, they kind of knew right away. I said, oh, well, he, you know, his brain's there. So he's good. And after you had the ventilator taken off and you had your Sierra Mist, you were like in love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was dreaming about, about Sierra Mist the whole time I was, I was in like waking up. I go. Can I please have a theory? <laughs> yeah, so little things like that you yeah, take for like, granted. It was like it was like mm-hmm. champagne or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, fancy. Ashley, we've enjoyed <laughs> immensely having you on. Oh my god. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad I could make it. And I'm glad I could talk to you guys. I really enjoyed this too. Whenever whenever you're ready to release another book, please 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 come back on. Okay. So all right. Thank you for coming on. Uh, I will let you know whenever I post this, so I will message you and I'll get those links from you whenever, whenever we have an opportunity. Okay. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And you have a nice weekend. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.